0: Hey guys, it's Carly. And this is Jade. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All.
1: Today, we are so excited. We are going to talk with the OG of the OC, Vicki Gumbelson. She has a new podcast out that we are so excited to talk to her about. And I'm so excited to hear about her life as a reality TV star. She has so many similarities to us, but hers is on like a way bigger way scale. Way bigger scale.
0: <laughs> They've been doing With it. With way f- more drama. They've been doing it forever, I feel like. She was on the show for
1: 14 years. I was gonna
0: say, I feel like the Orange County part of the franchise is one of, isn't that one of
1: the originals? Yes. Also, I'm wondering if you guys like live near each other. Does Vicky still live there? Yeah, we'll have to ask her. I feel like she used to live...
0: I think she used to live, don't quote me, in Cota de Caza, which is not very far from me at all. It's probably just like 15 minutes down the road, which isn't very far in Orange County. But I'll have to ask her. She might. Um, she might technically be my neighbor. Oh my gosh.
1: What if she lived next door?
0: <laughs> I would definitely know that for sure because I know <laughs> all my neighbors. But... <laughs> That would be a big surprise. Hi.
1: I mean, can you... Oh, hey, I just talked to you yesterday (laughs) on Zoom.
0: (laughs) But yeah, no, I'm super Um, excited to talk to her. I know she's been on Orange County forever, the Housewives, and she is a mom and a grandma. And she said that's her biggest
1: accomplishment. So I'm so
0: excited to hear her gush about her children and grandchildren.
1: You know what I wonder? I wonder if... Which we can ask her this. And I don't think we've ever asked someone this, but... You know, we stress out so much about like our kids and what they're doing and if they're okay. I wonder if that stress magnifies for your grandchildren or if it's like the same or if it's less. That's a really good question. Is that a weird question?
0: (laughs) I'm just trying to think like how my mom and how Tanner's mom is. You know, that's the only frame of reference I really have of like somebody who's close to me as a grandma. Yeah. And I definitely... Do you think that they still worry? But I think they mostly still worry about us, like how their babies are doing, handling the, their That's babies. True. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it never goes away. The worry about your kids. I feel like it never goes away.
1: Oh, it never. There's no way that it ever will. But I think i my mom definitely worries about if I, if I let, you know... Bella do something with Evan. And she's like, Oh my gosh, you let her do that. You know? And I'm like, Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely still worries like a mom, but she has to almost like stand back like a grandma. My mom knows better. My mom knows better than tell me
0: those things. Cause she knows me from, since I was a teenager and how I am. And she knows, <laughs> she knows that like, I, I got, I got it. You know, this is how we, this is how I do it. And and she knows better to not try to tell me how to do things.
1: Hello, Vicky. Yes. Hello. We were just talking about you. If your ears were burning, we had a kind of weird question. So we know that you have children and you have grandchildren and we were wondering if we know we always worry about our children. Does the worry, is the worry the same for your grandchildren or does it lessen? No, it doesn't. Or is lessen. it magnified? No, it does not
2: lessen. It is, <laughs> <laughs> it is magnified. And then, and then I, now I have more people to worry about because all I do is worry. So I'm just a worry. Oh my warrior. gosh. Yeah. It's, it's oh, never, no. It never goes away. It never goes away. It's just a lot.
1: As a grandmother, do you give lots of like mom advice? Of course. And is it taken well?
2: (laughs) Yes. Um, My grandsons and I have a super incredible relationship. So I'm very fortunate that they do respect me as of now at almost eight and almost six. But I think that there's just a great, I always remember my grandmother, we used to play cards and play games and my mom was always busy. So, so you remember those moments. And so I'm going to go see my boys uh, next week. And so Troy was just on the phone with me and he said, you know, Nana, I've got all the games lined up and we're ready to go. As As soon as you're here, we're going to play, play, play. I'm like, I'm all yours. Whatever you guys want to do, we're going to do it. So that's, you know, that's fun for Brianna. Then she can know, you know, they're in good hands and we're playing away. So... It's
1: good. My favorite memories were with my grandmother. My mom and I talk about it all the time because my yeah. mom is super close to my two-year-old daughter. They're inseparable, and it's so nice to be like almost recreating that in my life. I know. with it's my mom. Legacy. But those moments are so special, and you don't forget the playing cards with your grandmother. No. I don't forget. I no. learned how to play go fish. Yeah, I
2: know. <laughs> I know it's my so fun. That. it's so fun to be able to just have those times together. So, no, it doesn't go away. And now I just have more people to worry about because all I ever do is worry. So <laughs> I'm just <a> <laughs> I just don't worry
1: that just comes in mom territory, yeah, I
0: right? would say that makes total sense now that you've put it that way. Do yeah. your grandkids know that you're famous? Do they, like have an idea of that at all?
2: Well, every now and then that like when it was on, you know, back in the day, um, what, 10 months ago, six months ago, they were saying, um, you know, Nana, I saw you on TV. How'd you get in there? I'm like, Oh, it was just, little, just something we'll talk about down the road. <laughs> you know, just have to be careful. You have to watch which episode I was doing, you know? So, um, but it's good. It's good. They're, you know, I think they understand a little bit because sometimes when we're out, people will recognize me and, Oh, Nana, that's your friend. I'm like, no, don't know. Him. <laughs> so it's fun. It's, you know, I, th- I, you know, they can only really take in what, the, all they can figure out you know sure yeah so yeah it's good and they remember so, filming so that was fun for them um oh i bet. know yeah so troy was born on tv and then owen was later so they remember the putting the headsets on and seeing the guys coming in the house and so it was good
1: that's really fun yeah how, okay so you were on the show for 14 years how old were your kids when you were on the show um
2: michael was 18 he just went off to college and brianna was 17 so they're 14 months apart <laughs> okay so they were super young i consider that young and now they you know obviously they're 34 and 33 and brianna's not pregnant with their third so life is definitely different they talk about you know mom can you believe it lasted this long i'm like I actually, I don't know why anybody would watch a reality show. Like our lives are just normal. They're like, no, it's not normal, but I think it's
1: normal. I mean, okay. So like Jade and I were both on The Bachelor and that's just us. And now we, you know, we incorporate our families into our social media, like our Instagram and do Instagram videos and things. But what was it like having your family displayed so publicly? Did you ever feel like, immense pressure to like be the best mom or like make you know certain choices that society was like telling you to make
2: i didn't my when i filmed i'm not an actress so it was i don't know how you guys did when you were on the bachelor but i never thought that far in advance i thought in this moment right now we are filming a family scene of xyz which was Mm -hmm. the family band showing up or me surprising michael at you know, college. So all those different things, I never thought what the viewers were going to think because I really didn't care. It wasn't, wasn't until that it aired. And then I cared, right. Because yeah, yeah. it was just like, life was just so different. Um, but I never was one of those cast members that just said, okay, I'm going to plot out this about me this week, you know, and or I, I never did. I didn't, I always felt you can see through that. And I just never Mm -hmm. did. So it was it was an interesting time in my life. And it's only been six months since I haven't been filming. So I'm still going through my new normal. So did you both go through one season each? What was the story with you?
0: Well, we were both on the Bachelor. We were on the same season together, and mm. then w- we both did Bachelor in Paradise, and then Carly did an extra um, season of Bachelor in Paradise. But there's such short filming periods, and yeah. you're not a, you're not in your home. It's very different. So, it's it's definitely um, a different experience, I
2: would say. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So, did you get married from somebody that you found on TV? We we both did. So. Ooh.
0: Yeah. So I met my husband on the show and then now we have two babies and I'm expecting my third in November.
2: Congratulations.
0: Thank you. And then Carly met her husband, Evan, on the show as well. And they have two children.
2: So there is, there is life with romance. It's interesting because I just had Roger Lodge on my, on my podcast, who put up with Vicky and he did blind date for eight seasons. And they, there was only one marriage in that whole on, oh, wow! It was on. Really? Yeah. That's amazing. So interesting. Yep. Well, one marriage Luckily, it.
1: Bachelor has a little more success. <laughs> and Bachelor, <laughs> <I guess> so. <laughs> yeah, Bachelor in Paradise does yeah, pretty so. well
2: now. So you guys all became friends from doing that. Isn't that interesting? I yeah. feel like the
0: show has a, a big success rate on people who stay friends afterwards too, because it's such a unique experience that you kind of bond Hopefully. through it, because no one else can relate to it except the people you who went through it right. with you yeah right
2: right it's like a story, I'm sure you relate like, to that yeah what you, yeah with the cast members of my of my show um <laughs> I say that loosely but it's not my show anymore um but no it's uh I definitely I definitely see that how you guys can become friends you experience things together and everybody's fighting for the
1: same guy, right? Yeah, yes. that's the weird but, part about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's I know, it, weird.
1: it is really weird. I used to like, Jade would be like, I just kissed him and I'm like, go Jade! And then I was like, what does it say about me right now? <laughs> oh, fine. You know, you know, one thing I wanted to know, I know you said you, you didn't care. We, we deal a lot with like mommy shaming. And I know you said you didn't care like while the show was going on, but then you cared when the audience would react to certain things you do. I'm curious how do you how do you as just like a woman or a celebrity or a mom in general deal with that? Do you have a certain regiment? Do you look? Do you breathe through it? Do you comment back? Do you just say
2: screw it? <laughs> so 14 years later, so I started this 15 years ago if you can imagine. Um the first few years we didn't have social media if you can believe it. Um We weren't, it wasn't something that we even had to think about or look at. It was just, we just filmed and we walked away. Now, obviously everybody lives with their social media phone and I am not a big social media person obviously, how old are you ladies? 33. We're the age of your kids. Okay. So, and that's the way you probably communicate with your mother. Do you text your mother or your father, or are you picking up yes. a phone call? So my son is 34. Brianna is 33. Brianna and I have communication. We talk on the phone. Michael will not talk to me on the phone. He only will text me and it drives me flipping nuts. Um, when I see people on their phone all day long, every day, and I check Steve's screen all the time because he likes social media. I don't. I just get upset. I'm like, look at all the things you could have done during that time. You spent one hour, 30 minutes. I, I'm a doer. So if I'm not doing something that's productive... Mm-hmm. Now, some people think that being on social media, building their followers and all that is productive. It's not a big thing for me. I mean, I have a million seven followers between Facebook and um, Instagram, but it's not... I don't live for a comment. I don't really care if the haters want to hate me, they get blocked and deleted. I do not want people like that. <laughs> yeah, preach. yeah. So I'm like, I mean, who would ever go to somebody that they saw on TV and go to their Instagram and DM them or publicly state that they are a bad person or they don't like them. I'm like, I never met you. I don't even really care if you like me or not. Like you haven't met me. So I I've had to remove myself from, anything like that, because Lord knows there's negativity out there. And, you know, mm-hmm. they, they can, they can find out they don't like your shoes or, and I'm like, I didn't make them. I just bought them. Like, it's just, it's crazy out there. So for the health of relationships, I mean, I know some people, they just get home from work and they sit on their phones and they just look at Pinterest or they look at Facebook or they look at Instagram and, and they look at now it's just TikTok. I'm like, I, I don't want anything else. I want to have a relationship too with much. The people. Yeah. I want to have a relationship yeah. with the people that are in my life. I don't care about constantly getting affirmations from strangers. Uh, yes. So tell me about that. You tell me about that.
1: Well, we just, you know, our kids are younger. So lots of people like to have opinions on, you know, the right things to do when it comes to potty training or what you're feeding your child or, you know, just. I get it. They have Every, opinions everything. about everything. So you, you, you post a silly photo of your kid outside not wearing shoes, and you're going to have somebody on there telling you you're a bad mom. So, you know, social media really just started with a bang five years ago. So this is kind of a new thing for everyone and your children are obviously right. older. But you know, even as just a woman, it's just, it's just crazy out there.
2: Yeah. So, do you find at night, if your husband goes off to work and let's say you're home, do you find yourselves putting the phones down and having conversations, or is it more like, "Who liked me today? How many followers do I have? What is the new normal for relationships?"
1: I feel like I'm I'm social media exhausted. So yeah. I I feel like I used to post a lot, and in the last couple of months, I just. It, I just don't. I can't I can't look at it because it's the same like what you were saying. I don't need that negativity in my life, so I've di- I've distanced myself more from it. Uh-huh. But for Jade and I, it's also a business, you know, we promote our podcast on there. We have various ads that we promote. You almost have to be on it, but Ryan. there's many times you don't want to be on it. So it's like a It's
0: honestly like a curse and a blessing, right? Because when you have
1: a big platform,
0: you can Influence a lot of people, and you can do it for like good reasons. You can inspire people and you can share things. And one of the reasons we started this podcast was to help moms out there feel a little less alone going through all the hard parts of motherhood. And that's something that we try to be raw and real about on Instagram as well is just we're just t- two moms who are learning along the way and trying our best and loving right. our children. And we hope that it resonates with people, but you also do get the the backlash sometimes or just the people who are who yeah. are probably just having a bad day and they take it out on you. So it's just how it is nowadays, you know? Like social media is such a big right. part, but I definitely try to my husband and I definitely try to put our phones away and have t- no phone time because otherwise you aren't right. c- connecting. You could just you're both sitting there on the couch staring at your phones.
2: Yeah. So what it so your husband is doing Social media as a career, we both do. Or, yeah. Or, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so that's his job. Yeah. Every day he goes to does he just do it from home? So, do you worry about that going away if that's your job right now? Yes. See, <laughs> I, I, I look at longevity of everything. So, the dot com businesses obviously all failed, and we lost many people lost millions and millions and millions of dollars. And I always think there's waves of every new gadget and new thing. And I personally, I do, I'm an influencer and I've got my things that I talk about and work with, but I always feel like if you put all your eggs in that basket and the marketers, the the endorsement companies decide to stop doing marketing this way, then everybody that has you know, been making their money on that, that, They have a potential of, you know, being unemployed. Then what are you going to be when you grow up? You know, so I was, as a mother hen, I always tell my children, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket, you know, make sure that you're diversified.
0: No, I think that's great advice. I have been like... I've had like 10 different lives. I feel like even though I'm only 33, I feel like I've done so many different things in my life. So my husband and I definitely talk about the future and what that looks like for us and how we would probably reinvent a lot of our life if we had to have different careers, especially if something happens soon because you never know what the world right now.
2: I worry about the millennials putting everything into the social media. We never lived that way. We went off to work every day and we worked hard and you know we just... We didn't count on social media as a way of living. And I know it's out there. It's just, I feel like what happens if, right? What happens if this changes? So I want you all to make sure that you're saving your money, buying houses and doing all the things you need to
0: do. You're just a mom for everybody. (laughs) I am. I
2: am. I am. And make sure you have life insurance on your husband's and he on you, all that good stuff.
0: So you you have your own business. You you do financial services and insurance for you have an insurance firm, correct?
2: Yes. And my son Michael, who how did you he's thirty-four, runs my life insurance division. How did I get into it? Yes. How did you get into that? Great story. I was getting divorced at twenty-eight years old and my girlfriend came over and sold me a life insurance policy. And I asked her what she made and she told me six hundred dollars. I'm like, hang on a second. I have to work two weeks at my dad's construction company. And I barely make $600 every other week. And you wrote a piece of paper up and you got $600 commission. So I did the math in my mind. I'm like, okay, if I can write four a month or one a week, this is what I'm going to make. And then I just kept doing the math and the math and the math. And I compounded it and realized I could provide for my children very nicely by working hard so I would work with my dad during the day at the construction company doing all his books and records and then at night I would go out and sell life insurance and I was really blessed with a great career early on and then you know just kept growing and growing now 32 years into it and now my son's into it. (laughs) So, and the internet is now the new way of attracting leads. Mm -hmm. So I don't think the internet is ever going to go away. I'm worried about social media endorsements going away. I don't think that it's going to last like that forever. Just like a magazine, magazines are going away, but then the internet, something new will be coming out. And do they need all these influencers? I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. I just always worry. I worry.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it really is a new normal. Everything's changing, but. Luckily, we have this podcast. (laughs) Please keep listening out there. Please keep listening to us. So can we talk a little bit about your podcast as well before uh, you head out? So So you've had how many episodes so far?
2: Oh, gosh, I don't know. I'm going to say 10 loosely, probably 10. Um, I just had Roger Lodge on. He aired today, which is he was from Blind Date, Steve's brother. I think some of the things for me is the challenge of finding the guests to come on the podcast that would make it interesting. Um, So that's where, Mm -hmm. you know, for me, who who do I have on? I mean, Brianna and Kristen Cavallari went to high school together. And I know she lives in Nashville, and I thought, well, okay, well, maybe I'll reach out yes. to her and talk to her about growing up in Barrington, Illinois, which is where we're from, and all the different things. And you know, my son Michael's like, we got to have more interesting guests on. So
0: I don't know. Um, she's pretty juicy like right the...
2: now. She's got <laughs> if, yeah, if she's, juicy, she's willing to talk about her life, that's a
0: good episode.
2: Poor thing. Well, she, you know, <laughs> I'd listen. <laughs> that's what happens when you go on a reality show, right? Yeah. The statistics of uh, right. lasting are not very strong. So anybody that's got a strong marriage, I would not encourage you to go on a reality show or even if it's a weak marriage, I would not encourage you to go on a reality show because it's gonna, <laughs> get, it's gonna get weaker, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, it does. It kind of, it really brings everything to the surface, doesn't yeah, it? yeah, it's it's a
2: hard thing.
1: Are your topics just anything and everything?
2: Well, I had just I now, we talked about what it was like when we first started the Housewives, and I had Gina Keo. I had Tamara. Um, and then we've had, um, I had the Dirty John um, gals Ooh. on because, Ooh, because
1: yeah. I oh, was, so was good. taken
2: advantage of by my ex-boyfriend. And so I wanted to see, Oof. am I unusual or is this something that, <clears> yeah. you know, is common for a successful woman to be taken advantage of? And that was really interesting because Tara and her mother, you know, she owned a very, affluent uh, interior decorating store and he preyed on her just the way my ex I think did so Ugh. there's a lot that I think can be found and helped others I agree with you ladies that you know there's the radio shows there's tv shows there's youtube videos there's just so much data and information out there my thing was what's going to make people listen to me what's going to make mine different so I'm still working through the navigation of that. I think we're doing good, but I always want to be the best. You know, for me, I'm very competitive. And so if somebody's doing better than me, I want to, first of all, I want to kill them. No, (laughs) no, I want to see what it takes to be the best. That's good. Because I'm not, I'm not a big podcast listener. I, I work during the day. I go to work. I, if I'm not working, I'm working or I'm listening to something to improve my business. So, and it's not going to be a podcast or YouTube. It's going to be one of my mentors that I work with. Or something. So that's what, just a different life for me to hear that people are actually going on podcasts to to learn from. And I, I find that interesting because our mothers didn't have that. And my mother didn't have a podcast to figure out how to be a mom. We just did it, you know. So this whole new world is so different, right?
0: Yeah. And I feel like podcasts are definitely yeah. taking off. You know, it's something that... I do too. More and more people are listening to, and it's something that's becoming more popular. Um, but yeah, yes. no, we find like moms on their morning commutes, you know, it's something that they can listen to and they can relate yeah. to us. And so it's, it's been actually a really great experience for us. Podcasts good. are definitely hard good. work. I feel like people don't realize how much effort is put into a podcast, but.
2: I know, I know, but it is good and it's fun. You can do it, you know, if you pre record it at your time and you can make work it around your schedules and. So it's good. I I think it's going to be good. I think that it's the new wave of the future. It's not so much social media. It's more, what's it going to take, um, you know, to to be a successful show?
1: Well, I have one more question um, before we uh, say goodbye to you. First off, thank you so much for being on. I, I wanted to know what is like your best mom advice
2: for new moms? Oh, God, I have so many. Let me think. Okay. Depending upon what age you want me to talk about, I'm going to lean on seventh grade and older. Okay. So one of the greatest things my mother told me was this, and my mom is not with me anymore, but I still remember her saying it. And Brianna said to me the other day, mom, I'm going to do the same thing with my kids. And it's this, it's very simple. So back in the day when I was younger, when my kids were younger, my kids didn't have cell phones, right? So my grandson now has a gizmo watch. So he can call me or Brianna or two other people on his phone. That's it. But I always felt like I wanted him to have a phone. God forbid something happened to him. He can call his safe people. So that's the first line of advice I would, as soon as your kids are mature enough, I would say seven um, is the age for Troy, uh, Owen's turning six this year. He wants one, but he's not going to get till he's seven. So I think communication with your kids is super important. Number two, I never allowed sleepovers at anybody else's home. It was only at my home and it was one person. So, because I don't know how other mothers and fathers, Uh, raise their children i never wanted my kids to be around a man or a mother that may have been abusive may have had alcohol or drugs or who knows the worst case scenario is you know a a crazy father you don't want your kids to be around that so i guarded my kids very i was a helicopter mom and i still am and they were not allowed to have any sleepovers ever at anybody else's home. Now, if they wanted to stay at my home, they could have one person. Um, if they wanted to go play outside or go to somebody's home, I drove them. I picked them up. I didn't have any parent drop them off because I don't know if they were drinking or doing anything weird. So I drove. I picked up. I did everything. Then for however, whatever age they're in, whatever grade they're in. So let's say they're in seventh grade. They have to be home at 7 o'clock, eighth grade, eight o'clock, ninth grade, nine o'clock. 10th grade, tenth o'clock. Oh, that's 11. a good idea. And it's either you're at, at year, midnight. If you're not home at midnight, you're grounded. Like, seriously grounded. It's not just negotiations. So when... And they my, can never forget that my, number. And my kids <laughs> knew that they couldn't press my buttons on it. And it was just a mm-hmm. given thing. Okay, at 7 o'clock, I have to be home. 8 o'clock, I, if they had cheerleading practice or, you know, football practice or things like that, obviously, I picked them up. I dropped them off. I'm talking about going over to somebody's home, or having, you know, having, having an event, a birthday party, something. They had to be home by their grade they're in. And we never got into problems. I, I can't even tell you how many people got into problems because their parents didn't control them. Mm-hmm. You know, they just didn't. They let them basically say, I'm sleeping over here. And how do you really know they're there? And it took one time for my daughter yeah, to that's... say she was sleeping at somebody's house. And she they left in the middle of the night to go search boys. That was it. You know, but the but the mom let yeah, him do it. Yeah, rules are super yeah. important. Yeah, the mom let him do it. So there you go, right? So I think that would be the one rule that I really think has been impactive.
1: Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a great rule, Maya. Uh, we have two. I have two littles with my husband, but he also has older children, and it's yeah. Those those curfews. yeah can be yes. they try to press as you know right. as close to that curfew as possible i
0: don't want to yeah, think about do. those times yet <laughs> I, yeah just I wait know, jade they're coming one
1: day
2: oh man But if you that's okay to we're just, just gonna out. put pull a vicky yeah. and put our foot yes. down that's i right. will be that mom tell i said so you, you tell him i said
1: so well thank you so so you much for him. um coming on so we nice. so appreciate Yay. you us. Uh, sharing your time with us.
2: Good. You you guys knock it out of the park. Super proud of you both. And um, yeah, listen to Whoop It Up podcast while you listen to this. I don't know how you do both, but you do.
0: You can do both. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's room for
2: everybody. Okay.
0: Okay. (laughs) Thank Thank you you, so much. You too. Take care. All
1: right. Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening. That was a fun, hilarious, upbeat conversation for sure. (laughs) She's amazing. It was amazing. We love you. Check back next week for another Wonderful. Mommy's still all up. Please keep listening if Instagram dies.
0: (laughs) All right, we'll see you guys next week. (laughs) Thanks again. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.